We Natter with Jenny and Mark Steele on Bow Radio. We have gone properly up market now, haven't we? It's yeah. very high tech. We have got a man in a box mm. that says what we do as well. Yes, indeed, I am Mark Steele. Across the table from me is... Jenny Steele. And we are joining you on, remember, remember, it is the 5th of November. Oh, yeah. Which is bonfire night. So uh, we've got a big decision to make by the end of the show, dear listener, is who are we going to burn as the guy? <laughs> we, we need your help on that decision. And also, now think about it, asking you that, Feels like lining up a legal complaint. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to end up in either a court or the HR office, depending on who we pick to be the guy. But you don't make guys anymore, do you? I haven't seen penny for the guy. No. When's the last time you heard that? And you won't be asking for a penny these days. It'll be about a fiver, won't it? A fiver for, a fiver the, guy. for the guy. Jeezy. <laughs> Even I'd be going, oh, no, I don't think I could stretch to that much. But we are going to get the celebrations going on Bonfire Night by doing some indoor fireworks. Ooh. Is the boss listening? Which we don't. they don't sell in the supermarkets. All I've done is I've got normal... Supermarket fireworks, the, which means they're not going to go off for much of a bang. They're not going to do a lot of damage. <laughs> and I'm going to set them off in the studio. And you you get to experience it as well, dear listener. You get to enjoy the fireworks show as well. So let me just, just wander over and like the first firework. Oh, 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 did you see where it landed? No, put it out, put it out, put it out. That's the boss's wig. Put it out. Oh, okay. We, we got off to a bad start, dear. <laughs> Let's try the second one, because I've got a pack of ten here. You did. I want to get my money's worth. I'm going to try the second one. So let's get this one. Let's... No! No! No, not the seven-inch of Mulligan tyre! Put it out! Put it out! Very on the nose there from Katy Perry and Firework on Bonfire Night. Mm. We are joining you live when we should really be outside enjoying the cheap fireworks displays from all your neighbours buying the packets of fireworks at your local supermarket. I haven't had a sparkler for years and I used to love trying to write my name with a sparkler. You ever done that? I, I, are you talking about where you do it for photography or you just do it in, your, in the air? Just to, just in the air. You try and write your name, don't you? And if you're clever, you try and write it backwards. You try and write your name backwards? Yeah, backwards. Why? Can't even say that. <laughs> M-N-E-J. This sounds like a driving under the influence test. That <laughs> does, sounds like you know, the world you're going down into there. But uh, on a slightly more upbeat note, the mailbox... Mm. And the, the, it's the heavy one this week. Yeah, we're a bit old-fashioned on this fine radio show called The Wee Natter on Bow Radio. Uh, and we like to get your communiques the old-fashioned way. You know, you send a stamped addressed envelope. I couldn't. I didn't even know what a stamped addressed envelope was when I was a kid. Heard it all the time. It, it took me till I was older to figure out, oh, you put a stamp and an envelope and you send it in an en- another envelope. Mm, I just realised we had a pack of out-of-date stamps talking about stamps. Then got the barcodes on, so you uh, can't use them anymore, can you? You'll be in trouble. But uh. the, the downside is the male person mm. ha- had a wee word with me um, and they, they, they kept um, mentioning things like hernias and uh, <laughs> workplace injuries. I think they were fishing for something because it's all electronic nowadays. So I don't, I don't know what they were complaining about. But on a more upbeat note, a couple of you have been in touch and from northwest england mm. so what we've done is we've taken bow radio which mm. is your voice for sherwood and we've expanded sherwood out into many other places and the way we do that is we run up there with a little flag that says bow radio or sherwood on it and we claim the land for bow radio and sherwood we do that's that, that that's not just me working around the technicality here dear listener <laughs> this is what we genuinely do it's costing me the earth and flags and petrol <laughs> it it's is. Out, out, 
ages. But thanks for getting in touch, Anne, and saying it's your first time listening. Oh, welcome, Anne. Your first time listening. It's it's always an experience your first time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You'll, ne- you'll never forget it. Uh, and also getting in touch, Sam from Leicestershire saying, Hello, I was sent by a certain black cat. <laughs> Well, you've got to be careful with black cats at this time of year, haven't you? You will have, yes. Um, I was hope I hope I could find some dairy-free version for Christmas of a Yule log. Ah, now, this is some consumer advice stuff you'll be hearing about later, so I'm not going to give too much away there. Uh, but they are saying, I think quite a few could be found in some supermarkets are better from free from food. So this is the thing. We're trying to give consumer advice later in the show, mm. and we've got to start considering free from, because people have allergies. That's true. People have certain foods that they cannot consume. Mm. So we're trying, having to bring that on board. And they're, they're, they're mentioning that Morrison's is a good place for that. Um, and they're also getting, asking, where is your favourite place to get sweet treats from? Do you have a favourite place? Oh, well, I mean, you know I love a Costa. A I mean, costa. you can't just have a Costa without a cake or some of their lovely treats. Yeah, you've got a point mm. there. Um, or... My favourite place for a sweet treat is anyone that's willing to give it for, to me for free. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I've not got a particularly high standard. <laughs> but last week, if you joined us for a previous show, and this isn't your first time, we asked a fun little question, didn't we? We were asking, what rubbish superpower would you love to have? And a good number of you have been in touch. Mm. And I've got it on old-fashioned paper because I can't read off a computer very easily. I, need, I need, probably need to get my eyes checked. <laughs> you do. It's not expensive or complicated. I already wear glasses, so I don't know why I'm putting it off. Uh, but Victoria in touch saying, my superpower would be to shoot a wave out of my fingers into someone and make them feel good about themselves. Oh, wow. And if I was being proper cheesy local radio DJ, this is the moment where I'd say, the, make it bow radio on your airwaves. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to do it in a, a Tony Blackburn type voice, but I can't land Tony Blackburn as a voice. Can I land any any presenter as a voice? Can I land any presenter mm. as a voice? Again, Bruce here. <laughs> I can't even do that, and I'm Scottish. <laughs> that should be an easy... That should be a win. That should be simple. Uh, also, that's Elizabeth saying, as regards to superpowers, superwoman, to bring about harmonious world. Mm. It's very kumbayana, isn't it? Mm. But I kind of like the idea of where you're going with that one. It's less of an actual sort of useful power to you, but makes everyone else feel better. Yeah. I can see how you view that as a sort of rubbish superpower. Samantha Palmer's been in touch. She got in touch through some very modern technical thing called YouTube. Where you can apparently watch parts of this show. And you know when you or yourself or someone else makes the perfect cup of tea? Yes. If you want to do that for me, dear listener, pop down to the Bull Radio Studios now. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't even drink that much tea. I'm not. I'd love a cup of tea. And it's so nice when they make this perfect cup of tea. You're not going to get it, Jenny. You can, you can fish for it all you Aww. want. It's so nice that as soon as you finish, you make yourself another one to get the same experience again, but it usually doesn't taste the same and you feel a bit let down. That's true. Her superpower would be that second cup of tea tastes exactly as good as the first one. I like it. That, do you know the trick to getting that? Go on. You get yourself a, a, an apprentice or a junior or something like that and you make them do all the tea rounds. That's how you start to get consistent tea. And you just keep going and going and going until they manage to, to nail it. And then they become then they become so long in the tooth that they then move on. You've got to find somebody else. You've got to train them up again. It's a bit of work, but that's how I find you make it work in the work tea round. Tea training. Tea training, yeah. Well, mm. it's, it's a very important skill if you're going to get far in the workplace. Uh, Smith was all saying, I think Christmas songs shouldn't be played until the 24th of December. That's a controversial wee one. 
Yeah. So nobody's told yeah. nobody's told us when we're allowed to play Christmas songs here on Bo Radio. I mean, I was going to go with the f- first of December-ish, depending on what the first Sunday of December fell on, actually. I didn't do oh. my homework, Mark. I forgot to check the date. But whenever that is, I think I might just slip one of my faves in. I think that's the 3rd of December. Oh, that's it then. So you're going straight into Christmas songs? Only one, one. Only. Maybe one an hour? Oh, okay. I see where you're coming from. I'll take your word on that. Uh, Jane Barrett back on uh, the rubbish superpower. Mm-hmm. I would like to turn anyone who is horrible into a toad <laughs> or turn Brussels sprouts into chocolate. Oh, yeah. Which, if you've already got a problem with Christmas waistline issues, <laughs> yeah. which I'm sure you suffer from, dear listener, I definitely suffer from, um, especially as Jenny puts on a, a buffet for about 200 people between the two of us. So if you've already got that problem and the Brussels sprouts are turning into chocolate as well, mm. it's only going to get worse. It's, it's not It's not going to be good, is it? <laughs> but I like the idea. It, it is a good idea. Uh, Sam Killip saying, if I had a rubbish superpower, it'd be the ability to eat food and stay exactly the same weight as I am now. I'd like that one. I've worked incredibly hard for the last four years to lose weight. So congratulations. Low budget clapping, celebrated sound effects there, but I, we, we do genuinely say well done to you because it's really hard to yeah. lose weight consistently like that. But I do lo- still love a sweet treat, so I love the ability to eat all my favourite foods and never put on weight. Mm. I think you're onto something there, uh, Sally Ann. Uh, also in touch about superpowers, Mummy said her rubbish superpower would be insomnia. This has gotten worse in menopause and pain. Oh. That's what that's one of these things that people are starting to become aware of now, isn't it, menopause? Mm. It's one of these things that the sort of workplace HR and whatnot just used to go, mm, well, it's not a big deal, is it? It's just something you have to live with. But it is becoming a thing, and I think if you can get training courses and all sorts going on with that that world now. Mm, you can. We're becoming more woke. I think that is that the, that the term you use for these things? I've no idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Tony Stomer saying, I think immortality would ultimately be a pretty rubbish superpower. Because one of these things a lot of superheroes have, they can never die, can't they? Mm, that's true. Which means you get to see them in the movies over and over and over again, even if they lose. Knowing my luck, I wouldn't get it until I was in my dotage, <laughs> which I'm not far <laughs> away from, they say. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll end up shuffling into eternity alone on a Zimmer with every ache and pain going yeah. and not able to remember my own name or where I left my glasses. Oh, no. You've got made one of the best superpowers ever and made them sound rubbish <laughs> oh immortality's one of these where you think you know what i'd really love that i'd love to never die and then it's like nope it's gonna be rubbish you're gonna hate it and i have some important news for you dear listener i ordered some chips yesterday did you <laughs> that's, the, I? that's the big important news uh, i can't complain about the food Chips are always good, aren't they? Mm, yeah. Especially if they're chip shop chips. Mm. There's something about chip shop chips that you just can't really do at home. Even even if you do the thing where you almost set your house on fire with a deep fat fryer, mm, yeah, you still can't nail that chip shop taste, can you? Uh, and I don't think you can, no, no. No. But one thing I will complain about with chip shop chips, the price. I almost had to remortgage the house to pay for my fish supper. Wow. I, pre- I should probably explain what the word supper is. Yes. It's a very Scottish sort of northern thing. It just So if, if, I, if you get a, a fish supper, mm. it's fish and chips. It just means and chips. No mushy peas. That's, that's just the, the food of wrongings, mushy <laughs> peas. Um, but I have also seen a chip supper on the menu before. Mm. I was sitting there going, so that's chips with chips. How, how many chips do you need in your life? Oh, I'll have chips, a side <laughs> of chips, and I'll have chips. <laughs> I suppose we're at least at the point where... I was about to say we haven't seen the munchie box down here in the Midlands yet. 
No, but that? even in Sherwood, Bow Radio Territory, mm-hmm. I have seen the, the fabled Munchie Box, which is a sort of Glasgow thing that's spread out a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take a pizza box and you take your local takeaway restaurant or you, you know the ones where the only seating they've got is that little bench by the counter yeah and you take every food they offer and you stick a bit of it in that box that fill the box up that's called a munchie box uh-huh. do you share it with people or is it like your munchie box you tend to eat it when you've had a joyful night out <laughs> um so you don't tend to be in sharing mood at that point <laughs> it's all mine it is all mine but it got me thinking about the phrase cheap as chips because mm. chips aren't cheap anymore right? yeah that don't make sense nowadays and does it, got, it? Exactly, exactly. So it got me wondering, are there other phrases we use every day that just don't make sense in the modern world? I mean, take TV shows. If you need to record a TV show, Mm. you'd say you're going to tape it, don't you? I'm going to tape it, but you don't tape anymore, do you? When I can't even remember when I got rid of my VCR, it was that long ago. I can't even remember when I last used tape. Um, I'm measuring it in decades. I mean, was it VHS or was it Betamax? Well, the funny thing is, I think even the word record's going to go out as well. Because everything's on demand nowadays. You don't have to hit record at all. It's just there for you. Well, one thing that is come back, that's Mm -hmm. that's come back, is it's records, isn't it? Because you used to say records and then you didn't say records. And now vinyl's all back again, isn't it? So are we saying records again? You see, I'm going to get on my high horse about vinyl here, dear listener. And I imagine if you're very into your music, you're going to be very upset with what I'm going to say. (laughs) So I'm bracing you for it now. But my personal view... Is that vinyl? Okay, I get it. You know, it's got that sort of nostalgic feel to it. Quality-wise, rubbish. <laughs> I've, I've never heard a vinyl that was that was better than a CD or the digital recording or anything like that. The vinyl always sounds a bit rough, ready and distorted to me. I'm sure that's what you want from the vinyl sound. Yeah, but especially when the needle needs replacing. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, it was, it was well, you've so, got fluff on it as well. Got fluff on it. It was always so fiddly fi- mm. vinyl. I, I never got to put... I, I get why people do it, because they want to have that experience, but it's just too much for me. I can't be doing with it. So going back to the original topic, which wasn't me ranting about vinyl or Jenny (laughs) going, well, actually, it's not that bad. Uh, It was all all about phrases that don't make sense in the modern world. And and one just popped into my mind as we were coming in here to Bow Radio Towers. Mm -hmm. And it's always towers, because every radio station's in a tower for some reason. So we're coming into Bow Radio Towers, and I, I got me how do you tell somebody in a car to roll the window down? Oh, you, yeah, you don't You do, do the mime. You do yeah, you, you do the mime where it's, it's like you're using the old um, rolling handle thing. Yeah. To wind the window up and down. Did they still sell cars with hand winders on them? I think you might find if you're still buying four Capris, maybe. I'm trying to think even when the last time I saw a Ford Capri, never mind <laughs> bought one. Uh, I guess with older cars, it used to be a bit miserable because you could sometimes roll it down and then never get it back up again because the window oh, had fallen off the yeah. rail. Or... That's happened quite a few times. Do you ever had where the window's actually fallen out? Yes. That's quite enough. funny, really, but you shouldn't laugh. Yes, I, I've had car- I used to buy at the bottom end of the market. It was, it was, quite, it was quite a common feature in the cars I bought. So, yeah. Going to open this up to you, dear listener. What everyday phrases make absolutely no sense in the modern world? I'm going to ask you a bit of a strange question here, both for you, Jenny, and you, dear listener, as well. Are you up for a trip to Finland? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds fun, doesn't it? We're not taking you to see Santa Mm. or Satan. Now, there's a choice, isn't it? If you're a wee kid and you're wanting something for your Christmas, which which one do you go to? Ooh. I'm sure a few kids have sent to the wrong one when they posted the letters, mm. when they get it all jumbled up. 
<laughs> do, do you think you still get replies from Satan? I don't know, you know, I wouldn't like to say. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, whose knee do you sit on to get that motorbike? That's a, that's the question you need to answer there. But anyway, back to Finland. Mm. And there's an annual competition involving wives, so that's wives, mm. beer mm. and hernias. Oh. What do you think it is? The wife sits on your knee and if you get a hernia, you get a pint. <laughs> I don't know. This dear listener is why we don't let Jenny design the competitions. <laughs> we don't let we don't let her do all the magic stuff. And I've, I've accidentally played the music. I was in such shock. I wasn't expecting to come out with that when we make people sit on it, sit on knees. <laughs> oh dear! No, no, it's not sitting on knees. It is wife carrying. That's Ooh. what the competition is. Are you up for it? That's the important question. Where where were you carried? Like a piggyback or something? Yeah, or dead man's, fireman's lift, you know, that kind mm. of stuff. Because I, th- I think piggyback would knock you out fairly quickly. I think, you, I think you'd have to make sure you did something you could sustain for more than 100 yards when you're running. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to be able to carry your wife. Yeah. And the prize yeah. is the weight of your wife in beer. Oh. Yeah. So that, there's a little bit of a catch there. Because if, like my fi- fair wife, dear listener, she's svelte. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to win much in the, in the way of beer, are you? You'd be at a disadvantage. You'd though. be at a disadvantage. So to make the win worthwhile, we've got to go the other way round. <laughs> oh no! So we're going. I'd we're, get double hernia. So my wife is in front of me, dear listener. We will send Jenny to the gym. Mm. So you're going to train up. You're going to be pumping iron. Mm. You, yeah, what else do they do at the gym? I assume they just pump iron a lot. I think they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be you're going to be pumping a lot of iron. We'll get you a fake beard. I'll pop a wig and a dress on. You see where you see where this is going. I have got something to ask you, Mark, and probably our listeners as well. Uh-oh. Now, I suppose the um, a lot of people now tend to work from home and have meetings mm. on Zoom, uh, Teams, that sort of thing. You know when you're actually getting ready for your meeting? So you never know. Say if you've got a meeting at 9 o'clock, you never know when to log into that meeting, do you? Because you don't want to be the first one on the meeting, but you don't want to be late. Mm. So you kind of get yourself, I think, wait, 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 a couple of minutes to, I'll, I'll, yeah, go on then, I'll, I'll, I'll join. And there's a few other people join, and then there's that awkward silence. What do you do with that awkward silence? What if you had, like, I'm thinking, sound effects going on in the background? So instead of having to make conversation that is a little bit stilted, can I say? So you're basically saying that you you don't like meeting with your mates online. You don't like working with your colleagues online. I just said this has nothing to do with my workplace. So, so <laughs> it's just an, it's kind of a you know an observation, let's say. I know where you come from because there's only so many times you could go. Man, it's, it's wet and cold outside, isn't it? Yeah, it's just awkward, isn't it? While you're waiting for the meeting to begin, I'm like, what if you had some sound effects or something? So not. Cheesy, no, low-budget music. Do, 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 you know, with the old yeah, castle keyboard. Yeah. None of that. You no. want sound effects. Yeah. What sort of sound effects are you talking about here? So let's say, like, you know when you say Jenny has joined the meeting, what happens, mm. what happens like, if you have a sound effect instead of your name, say it could be, ooh, has, has joined the meeting. Or, do you know what I mean? Or just play random sound effects, like like a cow? <laughs> a <Yeah>. sheep? <laughs> a, what about a chicken? Or no, what, a cockerel. A cockerel. 
that kind of stuff. I must admit, dear listener, we are very so low budget. We're having to police academy the sound effects. Here. We are. We do not have access to a massive sound effects live. I'm literally doing like that guy on police academy into the microphone. But do you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're thinking, but. The problem is, you're gonna you're gonna have to be creative when you join every meeting. You've got to, so you're you're put on the spot at that moment. Mm. It's like, uh, how are you going to announce me yourself? Do you announce yourself uh, as oh, get away, cat, as they're <laughs> climbing across your keyboard? Uh, do you have to look the wrong way and uh, let something out at the right the wrong moment, and it, you announce yourself as <laughs> joining the meeting? <laughs> That's funny. That would you have your camera on or off for that? Well, that would be even funnier. If you're going to get people to do sound effects yeah. and announce themselves as joining the meeting. Guess the sound effect. And we were just touching on the concept of electronic meetings and announcing yourself through sound effects. Yeah. And one of the problems I found with electronic meetings when we were in the world of COVID mm. and we moved back into the real world again was if you've only ever met somebody online electronically... Oh, yeah. You guess how tall they are based purely on the angle of their camera. So yeah. if the camera's shooting from below up at them, you assume they're about seven foot tall. Mm. If it's shooting from above, like at the ceiling, down towards them, and you can see the bald patch shining away on the top of their head, you assume they're about three foot tall. <laughs> so you then actually meet them in person and go, you're much taller than I thought you were, and you're much smaller than I thought you were. So there's the problem, but if you get into this world of everyone's announcing themselves on conference calls and on uh, phone calls with sound effects and then you go and meet in the real world so you have a social or a get together or whatever and you're all standing around going who's that person i've never met you before who are you i've never heard of bob or jane or anything like that and you have to announce yourself as oh no i'm bad or i'm Oh, that's who you are. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to announce yourself like that. <laughs> but then that comes with the problem is you're in this, whether it's a coffee shop or a public <laughs> area, and you're going through this, and that's how you're presenting yourself. Mm. You've, you've then got onlookers looking on going, who or what are these people about? <laughs> yeah. A wee natter with Jenny and Mark Steele on Bow Radio. It is indeed a wee natter where we are going to be doing some serious consumer advice. I can't wait. Yes. What's it all about, Jenny? We're going to be testing your logs. And we should explain, this is about making sure that the table on the big C, you've got the best of everything that you need on the table. Mm. I'm sure, you know, tons of places will be looking at mince pies, looking at turkeys, all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's only so many different ways you can do veg. That's true, that's true. You know, comparing veg is a bit weird. So we're going... For the sweet afterwards. We're not going traditional, we're going down the Yule Log path. Well, we did we did mince pies last year, didn't we? So we're doing Yule Logs this year. Yes. So we're on the hunt for the be very best Yule Log to go on your Christmas kitchen table. And I'm having problems, Mark. Uh -oh. I'm already having problems because a lot of stores aren't having their Yule Logs in until the end of the month, beginning of December. Mm. Now, I've got a man on the ground that's also helping me with this. All right. Um, name of Harmy. He's helping me kind of go around and source the best Yule Logs that's available for mm. us, obviously, to try for our listeners. And he said to me today, it was like Britain's Got Talent. He got four red X's trying to go to certain places to try and see if they've got the Yule Logs in. And they didn't. 
So he's asking me now, do you think he's going to make it through to the next round? I'm going to say yes, homie, because I still need your help come the end of the month to find these Yule Logs. So, yes, talking of Yule Logs, you've got another one to try in front of us. Yeah. Don't tell us what it is, but you've already opened the packet. I have, and it absolutely smells lovely. Would you like a sniff? Would I like a sniff mm. of your box? Would you like a sniff? I don't, I don't think I want a sniff of your uh, Yule Log box, oh, but... It smells gorgeous. We are going to be... This is going to sound rude when I say this. We're going to send Jenny to the kitchen mm. and you're going to get to do the good bit because we're not allowed food in this fine radio studio because we get into lots of trouble. We spray chocolate everywhere. <laughs> so we're going to send Jenny into the kitchen where she gets to taste it. And I have to sit here with you, dear listener, here, listening to her. And we're about to do some serious consumer advice. And I suppose I better start on a, a little email we got earlier uh, touching on this exact search that we're doing at the moment. And uh, the fact we're struggling to find your logs, which I think is something you've mentioned already, Jenny, as well. It is, yes, yeah. Short yeah. date life, I think, shelf life. Yeah. So they're thinking that uh, some better supermarkets are better for free from foods. And they're hoping because, they're asking this because, uh, they're hoping to find a daily free version for Christmas. So that's mm. going to be an extra challenge. Do you think you'd be up for finding a daily free best you log as well? I'll try my best. And of course, I've got my man on the ground, Harmy, so I'm sure he'll help as well. So you, you've got people on a mission. Apparently, they're suggesting Morrison's a good shout because there's some uh, key figure there that's celiac. Um, so there's a lot of free-from stuff there. But we will only find out when we get later into the month. That's not what you've got in front of you now. Last week was the very first week we were look, doing this serious consumer advice, finding the best Yule log to put on your Christmas table this year. And you gave Sainsbury's normal Yule log a shot. And where, where did it sit? That's last at the minute, but it's the only one. It's both, it's it's both good. the best and the worst at the same time. That's yeah. impressive. <laughs> so what have you got in front of you this week? Oh, my gosh. So we've gone for Tesco's finest chocolate Yule log. Sorry, It's hand-rolled and decorated. I can't get any words out. It smells so good. It's just totally putting me off talking, Mark. Pulling it out. It looks really lovely. It actually looks like a yog, a log, sorry. You know where they get those, the logs got like the, um, what do you call it, like the imprint things? Uh, Are you talking about the, the, the trunk? The and they, Yeah, yeah, it looks like yeah. that. That's what they've done. So it looks beautiful, beautifully presented. It's got the dusting of icing sugar over the top. But when you cut it, All right. it cuts whole. So you know how last week, the one, it literally all broke away as you cut it and put it on the plate? Mm-hmm. This one stays intact. It's a real solid Yule log. Oh. When you taste it, I'm just going to kind of taste it now. I think it's like real chocolate on the top, you know, not that cream chocolate you can get. So you've got to taste now. It's got real chocolate. I, I didn't know there was such a thing as fake chocolate. Does it run around well, with a little, a little beard and a moustache? It, I don't know what you call it. So this is, looks like it's been real chocolate mm. wrapped around instead of that synthetic chocolate cream. Oh, right. You know what I mean. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. It really is a lovely addition to your Christmas table, this one. I would definitely recommend Tesco's Finest. Tesco's Finest, your log, is, it is in the top billing at the moment, out of two. Mm. So we haven't been doing this very long, dear listener. We've only looked at two options so far, and there's going to be a lot of leftover your log to eat. So if you want to get any bits of it, do drop by the Bull Radio Studio. We'll see what we can do for you. <laughs> yeah, 
Although I probably shouldn't do that because there'll be some food, health, and safety thing we'll be tripping over there. So we do have, we do have a new winner. We have a new loser, and who knows what will happen next week. I do think I need to confess. What? Which means we need to get out the organ music and the church hall echo effect, the oh type stuff, if I'm going to make a confession. Mm. But we're very low budget, dear listener, so you just have to imagine it in your head. Mm. Okay, so you've got that going in your head. I never did get back to that salesman I said I'd think about it too. <laughs> Has anyone ever got back to that salesman about the, the thing they said we'd get back to him about? No, and I think they know that as well when you say it. I think they just say, <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm never going to see this person again. They, they suddenly get a bit more desperate to make that sale. I've noticed that one. Yeah. But it got me wondering about the little lies we tell ourselves and maybe others as well. Mm-hmm. You know, things like, I will do it tomorrow. Yes. Nobody is ever doing it tomorrow. But you say, oh, yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll do it tomorrow. It's got definitely going to happen tomorrow. I moved house before we repainted the hall in the end. <laughs> Never got around to it. Never happened. Uh, or, no, it's it's fine. After you've put, you know, they've put brown sauce on your roll. I know. I know. It's Which, like... Brown sauce and roll is the work of a heathen. Yeah. I, no, I like brown sauce. I like brown sauce with sausage, mm. red sauce with bacon, and no sauce at all with egg. So what do you do if you've got... Bacon, sausage and egg in a roll? Um, I wouldn't have anything. You wouldn't have anything? No. We'll have to test that out. We'll have, we'll have to have different breakfast rolls yeah. just to see how, how true to this rule set you are because it's a very complicated <laughs> rule set. My view is just brown sauce is the work of the devil. You, you just don't have it. It's as simple as that. HP, not interested in. It, like daddies. Again, not interested in it. It's mm. just wrong. Brown sauce, it shouldn't be happening. Red sauce is where we live. That's, why, that, that's where the good stuff is. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Yeah, the red sauce went down the wrong hole. It was, it was very <laughs> problematic. Um or the, the other one that we the other tell lie that we tell ourselves. I'm losing weight. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm going to lose weight. The diet's going to start tomorrow. Yeah. It's going the other way at the moment. You know, at Christmas dinner will be like a light snack to me by the time we get there. <laughs> yeah. I just eat so much in the meantime. Or I'm totally gonna to do the dishes. Yeah, I'm totally going to do those dishes. We're at the point where even the bacteria have given up on that one and the dishes have started walking out the door. Because the only way anything's going to happen. They want to explore more of the world. So I'm going to open this up to you, dear listener, where it's even a chance to confess your sins. Would you want to confess your sins on the radio? No, I don't think so. Well, you can do it, dear listener. And tell us about those little lies that you tell yourself or you tell others. Rita Ora is asking you to put your hands up if you're hot right now. Yeah. Are they talking about being full of yourself and thinking you're quite attractive? Or are they talking about, actually, it's a bit, it's a bit stuffy in here. Sweating you, cobs, that sort of thing. Could, could you open a window? Mm. Which, which of it is you on about? I don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah. And uh, talking about learning things and being unsure. Uh, I don't want to get too political here. I'm still going to touch on the political year. I don't know if you get too political. But we've learned a few things from the COVID-19 inquiry this week, dear listener, haven't we? Yes. Which I know isn't happening in Sherwood, which is Bo Radio, you know, voice for Sherwood. But it does touch on Sherwood because COVID hit Sherwood. Mm. It's not like we were a little isolated island. It was part of that. One of the things we learned was comments made by a local MP, according to the record. Mm. And I'm not going to dig into that one because you can make your own mind up about that one. The other was a certain Prime Minister, so I was going to leave it quite vague as to who said yeah. this, but a certain Prime Minister, asking if you could kill COVID by blowing a hairdryer up your nose. <laughs> 
I, I, not making up, but it got me wondering, a bit like this chap that used to be Prime Minister, I was thinking, you know what, I, I think we, you could burn the COVID out. You'd probably burn your nose before you burn the you COVID. You would. If he's, if he's believing that sort of thing, what are the things that you used to believe? And I'm going to be, give a little bit of a confession here, dear listener. It took me too long to figure out the Santa story. I needed extra hints to figure that one out. Did you? I believed it for just a little bit too long on that one. Oh. Um, I, I, I may be just a bit gullible. You know, you could tell me that leeches and bloodletting are a green way to do blood tests now. And I go, <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds legitimate. Yeah, I'd, I'd go for that. I'd probably genuinely consider it if it was offered to me. But I've, I've been on the internet, dear listener. Get your mind out the gutter. It's not that kind of site. I know you're giving me that look as well, Jenny. <laughs> I've not been on that kind of site on the internet, but I've found some of the things people used to believe when they were kids. I mean, mine was a tooth fairy. Can I say that? Oh, what, what did you believe about the tooth fairy? Well, I thought that they really came and left six pence under your pillow. Your tooth fairy was tight. And, and I was gutted when I didn't get one one night, and then I realised right. mum forgot. <laughs> well, you, try, you, you, you tell your mum, by the way, Tooth Fairy didn't deliver. I didn't know. just what's the matter? They've got no six pens and I left my tooth under my pillow and it's still there. And, oh, she so totally, totally forgot. I saw her sneak back in and take the tooth out from <laughs> under the pillow and put the six pence there. That was it. Oh, now you see, it wasn't even a thing in my household as a kid. We, we, we just didn't do Tooth Fairy. It, was, it just wasn't a thing. Oh. Yeah, it, 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 a bit weird like that. Uh, so, yeah, Tooth Fairy is one of them. Um, and on this internet site, I found a few others. Watermelon seeds. If you eat them, uh, some people used to believe that they would grow in your stomach and they would have a giant watermelon inside your stomach. <laughs> that used to be the thing about chewing gum, wasn't it? There was always, always oh, that yeah. rumour that if you ate chewing gum and you mm. swallowed it, mm. it'd be stuck in your body for like... It was always something specific, like seven years. You mean it doesn't? It, it, no, no. Oh. It, 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 it does the usual thing. It dissolves and passes straight through. It, it, it does not stick in your body for seven years. Uh, another one is, you know, seeing black and white photos and thinking, wow, the world used to be black and white. When did it turn into colour? When you got your first colour TV. Back <laughs> in the 70s, maybe. <laughs> Although, talking about photos, do people still print them nowadays? Because that used to be a thing. You'd, you'd take them down to Boots or whatever, and get, or even supermarkets, and get them printed and get them on the... Yeah, I've got to get a couple printed for a frame I got for a birthday present. Mm. You've mm. just reminded me, there are a big stack of photos in my parents' house, mm. sitting in a cardboard box, and they're used for embarrassment purposes. One of them is when you bring a new girlfriend or missus or whatever around, and they show all the pictures of you as a toddler. And usually doing yeah. daft things. And you know it was before you, you know, you can't have, you don't have the memories of these things happening. And you know it's not really you today, but you still get embarrassed by it, don't you? You do, yeah. It's weirdly connected to that. Um, although, if we're talking about things getting embarrassed by, ice cream van. And you know what I mean? There was one doing the rounds in Edwin's store today. Today, yeah. It's Came November. Road. I know, I'd have still gone for a 99. I know they're not 99 anymore, are they? It's November. I know. It's single digits outside and he's flogging ice cream. And he had people going up to him as well. I, I saw two salesmen walking away with cones like they yeah. were kids. It was amazing. <laughs> but I, I, one of the, the rumours you occasionally hear is that ice cream vans are out of ice cream if you hear the jingle. Oh, no, no. Your mum or dad's told you that so they don't have to buy you an ice cream. Exactly. My wallet approves of that one. <laughs> Even if I'm the first in the queue. Now, we all get those offers that drop into our inbox every now and again. You know, 20% off this, 30% off that, spend £30, save £5, that sort of thing. Spam is it's better. Well, are you 
the same as me and you go and use those offers even though you don't actually need the thing that you're buying mm -hmm. you just want to make sure that you've used that 30% off food let's say for example but obviously as you try and pull me back down to earth you'll go well yeah but you still got the 70% on exactly you, you've said it before I even get a chance to see it myself sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, am I that predictable you are yeah I know and you oh, always chum. say that and I'm like yeah but if I don't use it I'm going to lose it and I just I don't know what it is with me I've, I see an off it'll drop in and I'm like I don't really need that I don't even know if I really want it, but I'm not missing that 30% off. So if you're you're buying stuff that you don't really need and you don't really want, mm. what is your biggest regret purchase that you've made purely off the back of one of these sales? I think there's been quite a few things, really. Oh, go on. Spill the beans. I, I mean, I think for me, it's getting things closed. Let's say, for example, clothes mm. you've gone in. and I don't need a big coat. I think, I think you know, it's, it's, it's summer. I don't need a big coat. It's not even my size. But I've spent about £100 on a coat that's stuck in a wardrobe. I've never put it on. Never put it on. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think, so why? Why did I do that? Why? Why did I do that? Chocolate. Yeah. You love chocolate, don't you? We love chocolate. Yeah, old chocolate. You love old chocolate. Then I love old chocolate. We was having a chat, weren't we, earlier mm. about sweets and chocolate that you just don't see anymore right. or maybe it's changed its name like i can't remember what the name is for them now but it used to be spangles spangles yeah yeah i think there was like a, a juicy hard type sweet that you had which sure used to be called spangles I, yeah I, i've got spagna as in call me call me no, that's no, on my that's head. actually a good song next week's show everyone <laughs> uh no spangles um, things like, and then, although this is not a thing of the past, apparently you can still get these, Lincoln Biscuits. Lincoln? What, what's so, so specific about Lincoln that they have their own dedicated biscuits? Not LinkedIn, Lincoln. No, I, I, I said Lincoln. <laughs> so um, you go you go to the top of the old Forsby Colliery. Yes. Scrap heap, whatever it is, and you look out across the horizon, you can see Lincoln Cathedral there. And then you think of Lincoln Biscuits. It's just a childhood thing. It was the only biscuits that we used to have in the house. My dad used to love it and I just remember right. the packaging and the look of them and I thought to myself I've never ever saw them or seen them in in, in anywhere on any shelf so I didn't know if you could still get them and somebody told me that you can still get Lincoln Lincoln biscuits I think it has to be special order from foreign places yeah I mean what about specific Packets of crisps. Can you still get those crisps with the blue bag of salt in? I think they still offer them, but I never got the point of that because you can never get the balance right you between can't. crisp and flavouring. You can. I used to just get the salt on the top couple of crisps and then the rest of them was like, so it'd be like, oh my gosh, there's so much salt in it and then the rest would be just bland, wouldn't it? Well, it's the same problem I have with chips. So you order, you order your chips from the chip shop. Mm. Ideally, they should become with salt and vinegar on. Well, salt, we'll, we'll ignore vinegar. I like a bit of vinegar. Weirdos have vinegar on their chips. But <laughs> it comes with salt on it. But the problem is the salt's generally at the top. Yeah. Which means unless they've been incredibly heavy to the point, mm. it looks like snow on the top chips and it's passed yeah. down into the sack. Cheesy chips are like that as well. You get a bit of cheese on mm. the top three chips and then once you've took that... And it's very hard, actually, isn't it? Because the cheese seems to just stick to these three chips so it's not like you can tear it apart and, and spread it around your bag of no. chips so you've got three chips with cheese on and the rest ain't got no cheese on so how do you fix that one do, do, do we have to invent a in fact with Christmas coming up and people looking for gifts 
I think we can take, you know, the thing they use for tombolas mm-hmm. and for, um, you know, games of bingo in old folks' homes where they do the, they do rattle around with the balls in them. Oh, and it yeah. Pops Maybe we need to offer like a, a little countertop version of that. Maybe put a motor on it so you can sell it as a fancy high-tech gadget. So you press a button <laughs> and it does the spinning for you. Yeah. You pop your chips in there, you pop your cheese or you pop your salt or wh- whatever it is that you're trying to mix and it just Give rolls it, it over and over and over. Yeah. Like the old-fashioned car window who was on about earlier. Exactly. 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 There's a use for it now. And just talking about sweeties... Mm. I had my Halloween decorations up last week. It was it Halloween? Oh. And we thought, nah, we can't be doing with this. So we took the decos down and we kept the sweets, didn't we? <gasps> I never said that. That is very cheeky. <laughs> and on that note, that has been a wee natter on Ball Radio for this fine Sunday evening on Bonfire Night. And we have managed to clear up from the fireworks earlier and the boss is not going to notice. So <laughs> we will tell you about the other things you can catch on Bow Radio. There's somebody here practically every day. On Monday, you've got Malk. You've got Glenn on Tuesday. Mark Ward on Wednesday. Thursday is Rob Rose. Friday is Darn Eibel. And Sunday is ourselves and good young Mel on in the day as well. And... If you decide, I've, I've not had enough of a wee natter, you can get it on demand as well. So you, you can listen to it live or you can even catch it on YouTube, podcasts, all that other stuff as well. But the important bit is when you're out and about and you come across your uh, snake tamer, you, they're doing the business in your, around your house, you go, by the way, wee natter on the podcast.